Update, brought to you by Simcox Advocates. Advising businesses and families since 1949. Visit simcox.com or call 690-300. Manx Radio's Update with Andy Wint. SMI, good evening, it's half past five. This is update for Monday, 29th of January, 2024, from Manx Radio. 30 minutes looking at the latest news on the Isle of Man. Background to the news and sport and business and sea watch and travel updates. And the newsmakers in person this evening. Logan Air's chief exec is left with immediate effect. Report any respiratory illness to help the health service. Social housing benefits and parking, MHK's daily problems. Fewer cruise liner visits this year. And the Department of Home Affairs is overspent by £2 million. And Benham for all your business and legal needs. First of all, at 29 minutes ahead of 6 o'clock, the update news headlines. Fastamai, Siobhan Fletcher. Fastamai. The mountain road will shut in half an hour's time from Ramsey Hairpin to the bungalow to allow DOI contractors to complete work near the waterworks. The emergency road closure will remain in place until 6am tomorrow. Fewer cruise passengers are due to visit the Isle of Man this year than in 2023, according to a schedule published by Visit Isle of Man. Currently, vessels are booked to visit Manx Port 52 times between April and October, with a total passenger capacity of more than 27,000. Port Erin Coast Guard has described the rescue of a dog and its owner from the cliffs at Bradderhead today as far too close for their liking. At 1pm, the team was called out to assist the duo who'd been left cold and shaken in a perilous location, with next to no footings. The man had used his dog whistle to alert rescuers to his location. Further afield, it's reported Israel has agreed to a plan which would see hostages released in exchange for a pause in fighting and more aid deliveries to Gaza. It's understood the proposals being put to Hamas. Meanwhile, the UK and United States have agreed new sanctions against seven officials and one organisation to what they call tackle the domestic threat from Iran. Britain and America also claim Iranian-backed rebels are to blame for the fatal drone attack, but Tehran denies this. And a senior detective has made a direct appeal to the mum of a baby found in a pub toilet in Leeds, telling her, I'm not here to arrest you. Police and the NHS believe the little girl may have been stillborn. There your headlines, news at six. Secure tomorrow today with Man Benham's guidance on powers of attorney and more. Manx Radio Weather with Manx Glass and Glazing. Jeremiah, thank you, Siobhan, from the Runnelsway Met Office. There is a strong wind warning in operation for the North Irish Sea. State of Sea is slight or moderate, and the weather this evening. It'll dry up as the fresh to strong north-northeasterly backs northwesterly. Some clear spells through the night, down to three degrees. Remember, there is fog on the mountain road, and the mountain road closes from uh, the hairpin to the bungalow at six o'clock tonight. Weather for Tuesday, dry with sunny spells, a moderate northwest wind backing southwesterly and freshening after dark. Daytime top temperatures, eight degrees. Overnight minimum six into Wednesday, Jacrane. Dry and cloudy first thing. Rain from late afternoon on the strong to near gale force southwesterly, highest 11 degrees. Tides on the way out. Low waters three minutes past eight tonight. High tide five to two a.m. Low water three minutes before eight.
sunrise is nine minutes past eight. Manx Glass and Glazing can supply and install single, double and triple glazing. Call 674-573 or visit the showroom on the Snugbrook Trading Estate. And just to reiterate, the Mountain Road will close this evening from Ramsey Hairpin to the bungalow to allow DOI contractors to complete work near the waterworks. The emergency road closure is at 6 tonight until 6 o'clock tomorrow morning. Emergency access will be maintained throughout the period of the closure. The abrupt farewell of the chief executive of Logan Air seen a well-known local man take his place, at least until a replacement can be found. Here's John Moss with the story. A manxman has taken on the job as Logan Air's acting chief executive after the sudden departure of the man who's been at the helm as CEO for seven years, Jonathan Hinkles, who left abruptly in the last week, posting a message to employees saying, by the time you read these words, I will have left the building. He's reported to have said he believes it's time for both a personal change as well as for the airline. I've always thought that when the curtain falls, it's time to get off the stage right away. It will serve neither you, me or Logan Air for there to be a prolonged period of farewell uncertainty and indecision in lead Running an airline is probably the most full-time job imaginable and one which requires pretty much 24-7 attention in one shape or another. Jonathan Hinkles. So taking over pro tem at least is executive chairman Peter Simpson. Born and raised on the Isle of Man, he takes on the job of acting chief executive. He started off working for a local travel agency before joining the finance team at Manx Airlines. Whilst there, he studied for his accountancy qualifications before becoming Manx's finance director. He's worked for British Regional and BA Connect before becoming MD at BA's City Flyer. He also headed British Airways operations at Gatwick before returning to BMI Regional. Logan Air flies from the island to Edinburgh, Birmingham, London City, London Heathrow, Liverpool, Manchester and Newquay. Newquay through Manchester. Billed as the UK's largest regional airline, it was put up for sale but then withdrawn from the market after a year in October last year. It's owned by the brothers Peter and Stephen Bond. 24 minutes before 6 on Manx Radio, we're being asked you're being asked to report any symptoms of respiratory illness this winter. Could be me. Public Health's hoping to create an accurate picture for the island so it can help the health service know what to prepare for. Here's the head of Public Health Intelligence, Madeline Sale. The seasonal surveillance of respiratory illnesses is a winter report published fortnightly which covers the winter season from November to March and it runs each winter. The data includes respiratory illness symptoms recorded at GPs, meds and the emergency department positive test results from the hospital for RSV, COVID-19 and influenza, vaccination statistics for COVID-19 and influenza, updates from the UK and global dashboards for respiratory viruses and information on COVID-19 variants of concern. The purpose of the report is to provide an overview of the island's winter respiratory illnesses. During the winter months, respiratory illnesses can put a strain on the health and social care services, as well as lead to significant absences from work and school. Data collected in this report will help inform services to plan for potential outbreaks and increase demand on services by monitoring the spread and intensity of respiratory viruses and vaccination progress. It can also help residents make informed decisions about their health. This year, we are able to directly track residents' symptoms who complete the symptoms reporter on our website. This allows people to report various symptoms on any given day. This information will help us to determine whether there are any shared symptoms being reported around the island. The symptoms reporter is currently in its pilot stage, but any significant results 
results will be reported as part of the overall seasonal respiratory surveillance report. We encourage people to use the symptoms reporter when they're feeling unwell to help us build a picture of what illnesses are circulating in the Isle of Man. The Isle of Man in 30 minutes. Update on Manx Radio with Andy Wynn. Social housing benefits and parking are among the top reasons why Douglas East constituents contact their MHK. The two constituency MHKs, Joni Farragher and Claire Barber, say constituency workload can be endless. But they feel sometimes there's an incorrect perception of how much an MHK can actually do. One of the biggest frustrations is there is an expectation when people email us that automatically we can then take that information and just get the solutions with the information whereas actually we have to seek their permission if it's not explicitly given to be able to then go and share that in other directions otherwise I'll try and do it anonymously but there's a limit to how far you can get if all you're sharing is a principle of a situation as opposed to the specifics and that person's information that they can then go and dig in to see what's happened. So we we do, I, I regularly get queries with regards to say for example social security, they would like me to liaise on their behalf but I need their explicit consent or the social security division right Rightfully, of course, can't um, release the information about that person or explain rationale behind decisions without that written consent. Yeah, without sharing any personal details at the moment, I'm dealing with um, housing issues. Often social housing is a big issue that people will contact MHKs about. Access to benefits, of course, parking. Over the years, I've been representing Douglas East, um, supported a number of people who've had challenges with their property, whether that be supporting them through environmental health, whether that be supporting them with accessing funds towards heating, for example there really is a a broad spectrum and also supporting them in in knowing what their rights are because in some cases people will be evicted but actually when you look at the letter of the the law um, they have significantly more rights than they might be aware of Um, and some of it is simply about that awareness making sure they know who they can go to to get on boots on the ground support because it's also knowing where the limits of what we can and can't do are and that's tricky because sometimes there are people who desperately need support and they've they've reached out they've made that initial you know cry for help and they just don't have the energy to go to the person they actually need to go to and so trying to bring those pieces together can sometimes take a lot of time because it's really important that people actually are able to access the things that they're entitled to fewer cruise passengers are due to visit the Isle of Man this year than last year 2023 according to a show published by Visit Isle of Man. Currently, vessels are booked to visit Manx ports 52 times between April and October, a total passenger capacity of more than 27,000. The story from Sean Cowper. The figures are down from the 2023 schedule when 63 vessels with up to 32,000 passengers were due to come to the island. The majority of the visitors will arrive in Douglas, with three vessels docking in Peel, four in Port St Mary and two at the Calf of Man. Hertigruten and Expedition Spitsbergen will be the first ship to visit on the 3rd of April, arriving in Douglas with up to 180 passengers on board. Ten of the vessels will make multiple trips to the island, including the Corinthian, which with six visits will be the most frequent visitor to Manx shores this year. Holland America Line's new Staten Dam, which in 2023 became the largest cruise liner ever to visit the island, returns on the 25th of June. The cruise schedule will come to a close on the 14th of October, when Pantor's Hamburg is due into Douglas. 
Sea Watch with the Isle of Man Steam Packet Company. The motor vessel Manxman departed Hesham at seven minutes past two. She'll be into Douglas in the next ten minutes or so onto the link span. Departing this evening at 7.15, arriving in Hesham at 11 o'clock tonight. The overnight departure 2.15, back to Douglas tomorrow morning at 6. And just a quick heads up for Wednesday mornings 8.45. Wednesday mornings 8.45, Manxman to Hesham will now depart at 7.30, not 8.45 because of uh, possible uh, disruption and cancellation because of the weather. So at the moment, Wednesday mornings 8.45 is heading out at 7.30. Follow the Steam Packet on Twitter for the latest sailing information. Major incidents in 2023 and the high cost of energy being blamed for a £2 million overspend in the Department of Home Affairs. Tim Will is going to be asked to approve a supplementary vote at next month's sitting of the court in order for the department and three others to be brought in on or just under budget by the 31st of March. DHA Minister is Jane Paul Wilson, MHK. Home Affairs has a number of areas um, which are uh, under pressure. These include pay settlements, but also uh, we're responsible for our own energy budget. Um, and as a 24-7 demand-led series of services, police, prison and probation, fire and rescue service, emergency services, joint control room and civil defence, operating 24-7 in charge of our own energy budgets and uh, supplies and so on, there's been quite considerable pressure over this financial year. We're demand-driven uh, and I think you were also going to chat to me about the, the weather we've experienced over the last week or so. I mean, even a, a series of uh, demands on our services as we see fire and rescue, police, again, civil defence, emergency services, joint control room. Major events uh, and so on will drive pressure on our on our services and so that will contribute to the levels of demand but also the levels, for example, of overtime that we pay. So we will have to budget for pay and overtime but then when we see increased demand above and beyond the level of budget, which can happen including with, with major incidents that can occur, um, then you will see pressure on funding. Manx Radio Business Briefing. That's it. 16 minutes before 6. Paddy Pal owner Flutter Entertainment said today it plans to move its primary listing to the United States as it began trading on the New York Stock Exchange. The company said that since 2023 last year, uh, when it announced that it would be listing on the NYSE, management's engaged widely with U.S. investors, existing and potential, along with existing shareholders globally. As a result, the board believes that the New York Stock Exchange is now the optimal location for Flutter's primary listing of its shares and the Transition should be made as uh, soon as possible. And for a full daily market report, go to RamseyCrookall.com. Ryanair's cut its profit expectations for the year to the end of March after some online travel agents stopped selling its flights. The airline reduced fares to fill seats in December after it said sites including Booking.com, Kiwi and Kayak suddenly removed its flights. Ryanair said it expected profits of up to 1.95 billion euros, that's 1.7 billion pounds, down from its forecast of 2.05 billion euros in November. A sharp increase in the airline's fuel bill has also hit profits. In the October to December quarter, its fuel cost jumped 35% to 1.2 billion euros. The Stock Market Report. 
Brought to you by Ramsey Crookall. UK and European stock markets closed slightly lower as investors looked ahead to a slew of earnings data and central bank announcements this week. The dollar gained. Oil jumped on fuel supply concerns after that missile uh, stuck a traffic era operated fuel tanker in the Red Sea. And gold firmed as rising tensions in the Middle East uh, lifted demand for the safe haven asset. The numbers uh, from Ramsey Crookall, uh, the close in London, the FTSE 100 uh, down three hundredths of a percent, seven thousand. 632. The DAX in Frankfurt, Germany, down just over a tenth of a percent, 16,930. A short time ago in New York City, the Dow Jones Industrial barely down a hundredth of a percent, 38,104. The Nasdaq Tech Stocks Index up two tenths of a percent of 15,487. And the S&P 500 up um, five hundredths of a percent at 4,893. In the exchange markets, the British pound sterling trading at one US dollar, 26 Six point seven cents, one euro seventeen point three cents, and twenty three South African rand eighty three point four cents. In commodities, gold's up half a percent at two thousand and twenty seven dollars per troy ounce, and a barrel of Brent crude down one and six tenths percent at eighty one dollars eighty nine cents. You've got an investment plan, yeah. Mike set it up, but don't you need loads of money to do that? Not this one. It's called Cheerwater from Ramsey Crookall, and you pay in monthly as little as one hundred pound. So it's like saving regularly really helping us invest in the future for a house or the kids' education. £100 a month? I could easily do that. You should. The sooner you start, the better. Invest in your future with as little as £100 a month. Shearwater from Ramsey Crookall, the island's investment specialist for 75 years. Call 717171 or visit ramseycrookall.com. Licensed and regulated by the Isle of Man Financial Services Authority. The former Chief Minister Tony Brown, former Castletown MHK, says one minister should be in charge of swimming facilities on the Isle of Man instead of two. Tony Brown's been discussing the recent questions over the future of the Southern Swimming Pool. I think one of the problems we have is we have now have two departments involved in this, which is absolutely daft. There has to be one minister in charge of it, and that's either the Minister for Education, Sport and Culture or the Minister for Infrastructure. You cannot have two ministers clashing where one has one policy and one has another. And the Minister of Education is trying to get something secured uh, and has to persuade, if you like, and certainly as far as the uh, regional pool boards are concerned, they have to deal with two different departments. That makes no sense at all. The other issue, of course, is that um, when the now Treasury Minister was Minister for Education, I think we have to recall he would not give a commitment to a new pool uh, for uh, Castle Russian and the South. He would not commit to that at all. And it's gone on from there. Is there anything Minister that you could have done or that you now, with the benefit of hindsight, look back at and think, maybe we should have done that slightly differently. Perhaps we should have engaged with those people more readily. Uh, Anything at all? Certainly from my point of view the reaction that's come actually mainly from my Timwell colleagues I think is, is is probably the one area that's disappointing but quite clearly we know we're in a, in a parliament now that um, if, if you give them some information the day before a pool board that they perhaps won't keep that uh, allegiance uh, to their Timwell colleagues very disappointing when we're trying to change the culture in government and it really does start at the top of government Update, brought to you by Simcox Advocates, advising businesses and families since 1949. Visit simcox.com or call 690 300. 
Manx Radio Sport. Faster my Amy Griffiths. Faster mine. FC Isle of Man have secured their first win of 2024 after a hard-fought 1-0 victory over Earlham in the NWCFL Premier Division at the weekend. It's the first three points the Ravens have got in nearly a month. Paul Jones is the manager. Yeah, very happy. Yeah, yeah. It's nice to have a good performance and, and then finish it off with getting the points. I think we've had too many games since we started playing at home back in October sort of time where we've played well and not come away with points and it's nice to, to do that last week against a really good Kendall team then tonight against an Erland team who are who are causing teams lots of problems and I thought we handled them really really well it just keep being consistent with our messaging and our effort levels and what we're doing within training and build that kind of confidence and belief in each other that we've got each other's backs and we uh, we're there for each other and then you know with people want the ball and and people aren't scared of getting the ball in in difficult areas and causing problems like the players have always been very good the confidence can be fragile at times especially playing at home if things aren't you know going going our way and I really do hope that as a group that they take a lot of belief and confidence from this performance and last week as well and we can go on a bit of a run now and you know it's not just the lads who are here tonight it's the lads who have trained the last two weeks who have been exceptional on a Tuesday and a Thursday and you know that result is because of how we've all trained or or kind of 25 30 people have trained not just the 11 or 16 that have represented the club tonight. Manx Radio Travel, driven by Keyside Tyres and Service Centre. Inbound at Ronald's Way, the 5.25 Logan Air from Manchester came in three minutes late. Next, it's the 5.8 Logan Air from Liverpool, the returning patient transfer plane. Uh, the 5 past state inbound Logan Air from London City has been cancelled. Outbound, 6 o'clock Logan Air to Liverpool is on time. And that's it tonight. On the roads, phase closures on the Ballakill Farrick Road for water main work. Temporary lights on King Edward Road in Onken between Gravel and the A2 for trial pit work. Kean Drocker Road in Andrus got some closures for phases on water main work. South of Kirk Michael, temporary closures on the Bala Lye Road for water main work. Temporary lights at the bottom of the Bala Moda at Grenoble Road Junction for patching work. North of Port Aaron, Serby Mill Road is closed for drainage work. Temporary lights on Ramsey Road, Peel, near Battery Lane for cable work. And temporary lights on West Kimmerick Road in Bride for ditching work. The Heritage Trails closed until the middle of March off-road uh, between Crosby and Glen Vine for duct insulation. Still those uh, resurfacing works at Braddon Bridge for a couple more days. Uh, one way uh, heading into Douglas and away from Douglas diversion onto the Newcastle Town Road and Saddle Road. Temporary light to the bottom end of Summer Hill in Douglas for gas repairs. Temporary light on Victoria Road near Linden Grove for road surface. Hillside Avenue closed through to a circular road for adjacent office window replacement. A section of Switzerland Road's closed for construction work and still got those temporary lights on Lord Street between the bus station and Duke Street. Ask how you can spread the cost interest-free at Keyside. And also the Matrix signs are showing fog on the mountain road, Albert Road to the mountain, Sol- Solby to the mountain, Bagaro to the mountain and Ramsey to the mountain. But remember, there is an emergency closure from the hairpin to the bungalow from six tonight to six tomorrow morning. Peel commissioners say that being prudent over the past few years have kept rates low for residents. Lead member for finance, Ray Harmer, says the biggest increase are refuse rates, which are dictated by the energy from waste plant. In Peel, our rates are made of two elements. 
elements. One element is the refuge charge, which is going up from £223 per household to 257 And then there's the actual rates, the penny in the pound rates for everything else. And that's going up by 3p from 267 to 270 And obviously, regarding the refuge rate, we're very much in the hands of the charges that forwarded back onto us. So a lot of that is around the energy for waste plant. So those rates have dramatically increased over the last year. So our refuge rates have likewise increased. Regarding the general rates, that's really quite a small increase. And that really has been down to the fact that over the years, we've been able to make staffing and administration savings. So despite the fact that um, salaries, again, have been going up each year, we've been able to make savings in that in that space. We're also making an allowance for the Western swimming pool of uh, up to 6p in the pound so that we can support that. So when you've got those elements, actually uh, the increase is quite small. And we have to be careful that we maintain and we're able to do the things that people rightly expect of us. So for example, you know, if there's dark spots in, in street lighting, plus, you know, keep and maintain our play parks. And, and, and we're hoping to improve the beach area. So we, we have to obtain a new uh, beach harrower to maintain it and, and, and provide a better job than we were in the past. So it's a, it's a balancing act, but by making savings over the years and being as prudent as we possibly can, that has meant on our own costs, we've been able to just have a quite a modest um, increase of 1.1%. Update brought to you by Simcox Advocates. The number of students suspended in the Isle of Man schools has more than doubled since the COVID-19 pandemic. The figures have been released in the response to a written Timwell question, the story from Amy Griffiths. Douglas North member David Ashford prompted the Department of Education, Sport and Culture to release the statistics. Balakameen High School issued the most suspensions in the 2022-23 year, handing out 215 punishments. St Ninians, which was second, had had 114 incidents. Ramsey Grammar suspended a total of 90 students, while Castle Russian suspended 63 and QE2 46. In 2020-21, nine primary schools suspended children compared to 15 last year. More than half the students punished across all the island schools that year had been suspended at least twice, with nearly a third receiving three or more suspensions. In total, 567 were given last year, compared to 273 in 2020-21. The Education Minister revealed in November that 1,500 suspensions had been handed out in total last year. At the time, she admitted it was a high number, but said there were other factors involved. Obviously, it is something that would always be looped into, but I do believe that these are possibly sessions rather than individual children, so there could be 100 children suspended a number of sessions, but I will clarify that and come back to the Honourable Member on that. You can see a full breakdown of the figures on our website, manxradio.com. That's it for updates, and I compile from the resources of Manx Radio's news department. Thanks to newsreader Siobhan Fletcher, producer Amy Griffiths. I'm Andy Wint, back with another update tomorrow at 5.30. Stick around for Phil Gorn and Agenda next on Max Radio. W-I-N-T